Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Parenting Today. John, how's it going? Curtis, it's going really well. How are you? My name is not Curtis. Yes, sir, Sorry, yes. I can't respond to that. It's not. Well, you did my respond to that. Oh, my name starts with a K. I'm sure, and, I'm sure no one spelled Curtis with a K before. Well, actually, almost always is with a C. I've never seen it spelled with a K. I mean, you know, people are allowed to misspell things all the time. Like, <laughs> but, but yeah, so if someone is Kurt with a C, it's probably short for Curtis. If someone is Kurt with a K, it's just Kurt. Like Kurt Warner, Kurt Vonnegut, Kurt Cobain, they're all Kurt's with Ks, and they're not short for Curtis. That was so. impressive. A lot of... Fairly notable Kurtz. I haven't really thought about that. Yeah, we're right up there with John. It's like John than us. Like <laughs> it's close. Close. Yeah, it's, F- photo, it's, photo finish. Um, it's, it's like so close. So, um, hey, hey, for real this time, how was your Thanksgiving, Kurt? This is not a lie. Uh, Thanksgiving was good. <laughs> I, um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Uh, uh, we were in Mississippi. Uh, we got to see family. Um, it was, it was good. I, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. So, uh, I enjoy sitting around the table and letting loose with some political hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> get, no. get, give me the hottest take that you heard or either you said everything. Um, there was a lot of, uh, there, there was a lot of, I don't know. They're, 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 that's the hottest take. Um, I mean, I did, we were talking about, there are several people at this Thanksgiving, right? And so, and some people had been at other family Thanksgivings like previously and come to this one as well. So, um, uh, a girl that I went to college with who's married to my cousin, um, she said that at her family, they went around and said what they were thankful for, and that um, one of her older relatives said, "I'm just so thankful that Donald Trump is our president." Oh and no! Then, <laughs> and then, you know, so but then she said that like um, uh, that the next person like went like they kept going further and further like <laughs> until. Like they said, which I thought was kind of fun. Like I'm here for that. I'm here for the, um, (laughs) for the old people or the, you know, for whoever like letting loose. But, um, and she was kind of like, uh, you know, like why do we have to turn this political or whatever? But I, I, I made the argument that when you're older, you should just get to say whatever you want. <laughs> like, it's like you, you get to choose the the driving rules that you want to abide by when you're older. Yeah, you know, it's I mean, like all of those things. <laughs> Shout out to our older drivers out there um, with that turn signal on yeah. right we're, now. We're really popular this podcast among the senior citizens. <laughs> yeah, three M's, John. Three M's. Mm. More mature members. Mm. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's what we call them in our church. So, <laughs> that's um, good. That's good. But. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of fun. She, and uh, this, uh, I guess she's my relative now through marriage. Um, she is not the biggest Donald Trump fan. And so she was, um, p- put it mildly. So anyway, that was kind of like, uh, that That was as close as it got um, to, 
it, most of the people that were hanging around talking were, I was the oldest, but like most of them were less than 10 years younger than me. Um, so, you know, we were talking about kids and, you know, parenting stuff. So, and just silly things that our kids do or that we do. Yeah. So yeah, there wasn't, a, what about you, John? Was there any hot takes at the parent family Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving? No, we were actually at the, the Huff Thanksgiving. Uh, that's mm. where yeah, we went, uh, but no, no hot takes, no, nothing really, uh, tense moments, anything like that. It was very laid back, enjoyable. I did, I did see a video online where two guys were like, some guy was yelling at his son or, <laughs> and the son flip, flipped the table, like all <laughs> with all the food on it, both tables. No way. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm so glad I'm not that thing. <laughs> I was really <laughs> thankful to not be there. <laughs> I can see, I don't I see you getting on your hands and knees and grabbing the whole turkey and trying to salvage it and just if we're in if we're in complete I mean I, I would argue that no one is in complete agreement like politically or like ideologically but even if we were in absolute lockstep and someone flipped my Thanksgiving table like um listen you're not Jesus you don't get to flip tables around me like we're <laughs> we're I, I even if you're gonna beat me up we're gonna fight. Well, yeah. add to that, as you said, if they flip the table and then something hits you in the head, because you said oh, you, well, you lose it when something hits you in the head last week. Uh, I think even more than getting hit in the head, if I saw someone completely ruin turkey and dressing, I would just be, so, I, even thinking about it now, has, like, it's got me pretty angry. So <laughs> Calm down, Kurt. I don't ever do that. Let me share this before we get to your fun fact, and then we'll, we'll break. Um, Kurt... Okay, this is kind of letting people know a little bit, and people might um, laugh at this, but I do listen to our podcast. Uh, some of the reason that I do that is to make sure that I've edited out all of Kurt's obscenities that he yells at me when <laughs> before we record. Uh, Kurt's just so rude. Uh, no, um, I listen to them just to make sure, okay, yeah, I've edited. There's There's no kind of, I don't know, mistake that I need to just correct. But Kurt, I was listening to it this morning. Okay. And if the, those who tuned in last week will appreciate this. If you didn't tune in last week, you need to go back and listen. But I was listening to our podcast, and as I walk into the gym, do you know what song is playing? If you think back to the podcast. Well, see, we recorded it two weeks ago. I know, I know. So I've really got to jog my memory. Okay, I'll put it in the right. um, guilty pleasures category. That's where the conversation oh, came Katie up. Perry. All right, uh, let's go. Uh, firework, Katy Perry. Just, Justin thing. Timberlake mirrors. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so yes. literally, right. you're saying that on the podcast. I take my earphones out because I try to be courteous and and talk to the person at the desk. And I'm mm-hmm. like, is that mirrors playing? And it literally, I mean, it was like you just said it, and then I walk in, and it's one of those moments where I'm just laughing to myself. No one knows what I'm laughing about, but it was, it was funny. So I had to share that with you. There you go. So that's not a guilty pleasure. That's just a good song. Yeah, that's so, true. That's um, true. Yeah. If there weren't, if there weren't people in the locker room when I went in, I probably would have been singing it. That's that's what uh, that's what Justin Timberlake needs is our fan base. Like we, he really needs us to promote him. Oh, I don't yeah. feel like that well so yeah he's, he's struggling hey kurt yeah. g- give us a fun fact all right um lots of times over the holidays we're going to talk about holidays uh today but lots of times over the holidays one of the big things is travel right that's one of the 
tough parts about the holidays. You got to drive, you got to make, maybe you got to make a flight. Well, no matter how bad your uh, travel goes, okay, um, you can, you know, you get delayed on the tarmac or there's a traffic jam or whatever. Um, you can be glad that you weren't on this flight that I read about uh, over Thanksgiving. Um, international flight from Amsterdam to Mexico City, okay, five and a half hours into the flight, all right, uh, they get reports that there's volcanic activity, activity around Mexico, which makes flying into Mexico City impossible. Normally, in that situation, they would divert the aircraft to a different airport until that weather situation uh, resolved itself. But because on the plane were some horses that only had custom clear, customs clearance for Mexico City, they had to turn around and go back to Amsterdam. So the people on that plane were on the plane for 11 hours hmm. and ended up right back where they left. <laughs> God is like rubbing his head right now. That's exactly how I was when I heard that. So imagine like, let's just say you're a good sleeper. Like you sleep like eight hours of the flight. Like you get a full night sleep in and you wake up and like, oh, we've got to be close. Nope. We're actually about two hours away from where you left um, and we're headed back. <laughs> it's, it's basically the scene from Dumb and Dumber, you know, <laughs> almost except they go to a different destination, but they go in the complete wrong direction, you know? Yeah. When the, yeah. The Rocky Mountains aren't all that rocky. <laughs> um, oh my goodness, that, that's that's miserable. And you just imagine that flight. That I mean, you've got families in there that that traveled with like infants and you know. Oh, crying. I don't wanna... Oh man, that is that's, misery. That's tough. But just being a plane for eleven hours and to be right back where you started. Yeah. I want to know what they. You know, the airlines had to do something really nice for those passengers. Well, I was going to ask because I mean, no refunds because it's uh, with vol volcano. Uh, classifies like weather, you know, because they don't give any kind of uh, reimbursement for weather, uh, you know, cancellations, anything like that. Because well, I think they have to reimburse them because they didn't get where they said they were going to go. I think it'd be different if it was delayed, right? You know, if you got where you were going to go later, but surely they, man, I'd like to think that they did something. I would have been like, how do we eject the horses out of the plane? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alert PETA immediately. But I would be like, I don't know how many horses there were. And again, like, I don't like to see animals, bad things done to animals. So I'm talking a big game now. But if I was the one who had to press the eject button, I think I would just be like, like no, <laughs> we'll go back. Um, but I also had not been in a plane for 11 hours. So That's true. after a while, that you might true. be like, you know. <laughs> so that was a fun fact. <laughs> this guy, hey, are you laughing? I am. Yeah, okay. that's true. Hey, look. Why don't we take a break and we'll jump into what, how to survive, John and Kurt's guide to how to survive the Christmas holidays. That's right. And look, we're actually going to hear from Reverend Michael Hall, our director of training. Nice. Hey, everyone. This is Michael Hall, director of training at RYM. Before we get to today's podcast, I want to invite you to gather with ministry leaders from across the country at Youth Leader Training 2020. YLT is a great opportunity for you to take time away to receive life-giving refreshment from the gospel, build encouraging relationships with other leaders, and grow deeper in your understanding of youth ministry in the local church. YLT is open to anyone with a heart for youth ministry. Men and women, full-time, part-time, parents or volunteers. Registration is now open for both locations, Nashville, Tennessee and Paradise, Pennsylvania. 
Visit rym.org YLT for more information. Hope to see you there. Okay, Kurt, uh, as you set this up, that we're going to give a guide of how to survive the holidays. Uh, I don't know if, if I'm going to be able to give advice on, on how to survive. Um, I think well, when you said that's what, when you text me what we're talking about, that is what I read. So. <laughs> I think it's more of just the concept of why, you know, if somebody looks at our podcast before they even press play on it and they just see the theme surviving the holidays, they know, yeah. Okay, that's that's an issue. And so I kind of mm-hmm. want to get at you know some of the origins of why is this something? I mean just just let me share this. I was listening to a sports podcast. You want to talk about the history of Christmas and why we celebrate it? <laughs> exactly. Cuz I can run you through that really quickly. See, we at Christmas we celebrate Jesus's incarnation. Wait. Oh. Incarnation? Do you want to break Yeah, that? it's what a big it? word. <laughs> it's also a mix for like hot chocolate, but don't worry about that part. Well, it actually, I mean, it's, uh, you know, literally in meat, you know, you think of, uh, uh, what's the taco, taco bell con carne, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. the meat taco. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that's where you get no, it okay. All, all kidding aside, uh, what walk me through when you think about surviving the holidays or whatever it is that we're going you think we're going to talk about what is coming to your mind? Well, I guess it was, I was listening to a podcast the other day, not ours. It was a sports podcast. And one of the guys was just saying how he loves Thanksgiving too, Kurt, which you appreciate. But one of the things he enjoys is that there are three NFL games on Thanksgiving. And I know there's college out there and there are people who aren't fans of the NFL, but he just said, you know, cause Thanksgiving, everyone's sick of each other and they just want to sit down and they just want to watch football. Even if they don't care about the teams, they just want to sit there. Sure. And so he made this comment and the fact that that's a, reality that that resonates with people i just wanted us to think about okay you know those in professing faith in christ we know family is a gift we know that family is instituted by god that family is a good thing and that you know scriptures broaden the family as we've you know on our earlier podcast talked about family time we know it's not just our immediate family it's those who claim, claim the name of jesus christ but the holidays and time with family can be a time we're excited about, but then also at the same time, there's always that kind of notion of, uh, okay, we're, we're getting under one roof with a bunch of people and there's this tension and, you know, some people just dread the time with family. I mean, there's movies about, I mean, there might even be one surviving the holidays or surviving Christmas or something like that. So I guess just us kind of thinking about why is this a reality and just kind of helping us maybe prepare as we, you know, the mm-hmm. holidays, we just had Thanksgiving, but we've got Christmas right around the corner. Um, thinking of, thinking about this concept. Um, well, if, you, if you're a parent, one of the things that comes to mind immediately for me is that unless you're hosting Thanksgiving or Christmas, unless you're hosting, you know, it's a road game for you and for your children. And if they're young children, you know, uh-huh. young you know, if they're young, if they're teenagers, that's one thing. All right. It's a road game for everybody. And if they're older, then that presents different, uh, you know, hurdles to overcome. You know, if they're younger, I always say it doesn't matter, you know, when your child is still in a crib, if you have at least one still in a crib, it doesn't matter how long you're going to stay one night or 20 nights. You really pack the same amount of stuff, right? Because you got to have the pack and play and the, high chair and the, you know, the, this and the, that, right. A lot, a lot of equipment. 
And so there's a lot, you know, like, but just in general, and your kids are not going to sleep as good wherever they are, right? Because they're going to be um, in a different place. And, you know, no one sleeps as well in a different place as they do in their own bed. And so there's already like elevated stress levels, right? Because we're, even at grandma's house, we're a little bit on foreign territory, right? And so that can cause things that are minor to become major things. And so the first thing I think to realize about the holidays is that lots of times you're on the road, right? You're playing and it's tough to win on the road. Um, most coaches will tell you that um, it's hard to, it's hard to win on the road. Um, so we're playing for a tie at holidays. This is what I'm trying to say. Like the, the defense travels. So let's just play defense. All right. No, um, but no, I, I do think though, in all seriousness, that, you're going to be more likely um, to be more irritable, to be more um, stressed out, and to respond in anger or in uh, or to be to not be patient uh, in these kind of situations. I think the holidays bring those out. Not necessarily the holidays themselves, but maybe the travel, you know, and the fact that you're away from home. The second thing. And then and I, I, wanna, I want you to share some too. But the second thing I'd say is also there's kind of like, and this is especially true with Christmas, I think, but as a parent, there's kind of like this level of expectation that we have for Christmas That's a big that one. can really be more of a burden than it is like a benefit uh, for Christmas. So it's like, you know, if you have younger kids, you know, you know, only parents are probably listening to this, but parents, if you're listening to this in the car with younger children, uh, mute it, stop. Um, you know, you, maybe you're doing the Santa Claus thing, right? And, you know, so there's a burden there. Um, what do you mean the like, Santa Claus thing? Hey, I told parents <laughs> to mute it. Um, <laughs> I like, um, that, that was that, crazy. That he, I used to those cuss words. <laughs> <laughs> that he died last year tragically and that, Reindeer accident? Is that what you're talking about? No, I was talking about how he was born in a manger. (laughs) We took our kids to see Santa Claus, a a Christmas parade, and Marty and I were making, uh, they were excited, and, you know, the Christmas parade was really good, but um, it said something, and the thing is, like, Santa takes his throne, like, sits on his throne at the end of the parade, and we were like, wow, that's a little, like, <laughs> that's that's pushing it a little bit, and then we started taking it, of course, because that's how Marty and I laugh about things. We started taking it even further. We were, we were like, and Santa, you know, was born in a manger, and, <laughs> you know, and the wise men bring him gifts. And we're like, wait a second, I think so that wasn't Santa. But um, anyway, uh, maybe that maybe that level of expectation, and you've got ex- not even like the expectation for your children, but the expectation for yourself that you, we can kind of think about only, you know. Lots of times in our memory, we only think about when we think about things, we think about only the highlights, right? We, we, and we can tend to forget the extreme lows and the extreme highs, the extremes. And so when we think about Christmas, we think about like that 15 or 30 minutes where we were, uh, where the kids were all playing in another room and we were sitting talking to our parents, we we're laughing about some story from a long ago. And we only think about that and we don't think about all the other, you know, the stressful moments when the, you know, the child, knocks the eggnog over, um, you know, or the teenager, you know, like, 
you know, steals a hundred dollars from grandpa's wallet. I don't know what happens, you know, all kinds of crazy things, but like, we don't think about that. And so we have these expectations and when those expectations aren't met, that again leads us into a uh, lack of patience, uh, more easily lashing out in anger, more frustration. So I'd say travel, being on the road, and then expectations, higher expectations are two things that make the holidays, can make the holidays difficult. No, absolutely. I mean, expectations is one for sure that I wanted us to hit on. And, and Kurt, I'm thinking maybe where we can go with this because we can wrap this segment up in maybe the next five or 10 minutes, but picking up on those expectations and some other things that you've highlighted. But what I was kind of thinking was the origins of this. I mean, as we started this podcast, it was kind of the creation, fall, redemption, restoration framework. And so if we think just back in Genesis, I mean, we know the significance of family is the reality that it was God's invention, (laughs) that, you know, Mm -hmm. God created this institution called the family. And I mean, some of the earliest commands, you know, you've got the cultural mandate in Genesis 1, uh, 26 through 28, and then you have him him zooming in on husband and wife in Genesis 2, and he says, you know, man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. And so you're thinking about, you know, Cain and Abel come shortly thereafter, but you know, the, the family institution, that, that Thanksgiving didn't go too well. <laughs> when Cain killed is that, is that still too soon? Is that, I guess we need, just... to leave, we need to leave and maybe a few more thousand years. And then <laughs> I guess when you just think of, okay, this is God's institution. And then, you know, the first murder yeah. taking place, that just seems fairly, I don't know, off limits well, maybe. I think, no, I just think it highlights the fact that like family is, even though family is elevated, that's the creation side of family. Absolutely. Also the fall side Absolutely. is that, you know, family is hard because of sin. Our families well, are not the way they should be. And that's that's where, I'm, that's where I'm getting us for sure. Because you think about, again, just the leave and cleave that takes place, okay? Uh, Pre-Genesis 3, and then now you've got the leave and cleave post-Genesis 3. You're bringing two distinct families together. And so as you come home, fast-forwarding all the way to 2019, you're mixing these families under one household. So you've got, you know, the husband's family who did Christmas a certain way. Then you've got the wife's family who did Christmas a certain way. And now they're coming together and they're coming under the roof of, you know, the, would you say more mature members of the church? Yeah. You know, husband and wife who also came from two different families. And so you're, you're bringing in all of these traditions, all of these various political viewpoints and, and everything under one house. And let's, let's just go ahead and bring in the, the spiritual warfare aspect of it, that if it was God's desire and creation to have this institution of the family, Satan absolutely hates the institution of the family, and he wants to make families miserable. He wants to make holidays miserable. He wants to make it just something, just the concept, a a drudgery of just uh, the eye roll and the sigh when you think about gathering together with families. And I think that obviously should play into our expectations that we should see, okay, family is a good thing. Family is something that, yeah, we're post Genesis three. It's poison with sin. How do we redeem this? How do we you know, live this side of eternity waiting on full restoration of of the family. 
but but taking in these expectations of look, this is going to be a challenge. This is going to be a hard thing for numerous factors, many that we haven't even mentioned yet. Uh, but one of them is just the reality of sin and Satan at work to make it a miserable experience, and and maybe just kind of giving some application. How can we specifically? Uh, try to redeem the holidays as we gather together with with other families. Us personally, you know, even though Uncle Bobby's super annoying and you know Aunt Sally says this comment about politics, how can we you know overlook that? How can we uh, strive to bring peace in the midst of all of this insanity? Exactly. Is that is that better? Yeah, I guess I think so. Sorry. Just yeah. explain what you just did. Yeah, so John gave me a microphone, right? And I realized that we were recording this podcast and my microphone was just sitting on my desk, not plugged in. So, um I went and got it. And is it working correctly? Yeah, I think so. I think you're you're clear. Is that it's clear? I believe so. I don't so. have those fancy uh guards in front of it that prevents the It's called a pop pop filter. Is that what that's called? A pop I, filter? I believe so. Yeah. So back to what you were saying, right? All of the wonder and joy of family is still, you can, it's all rooted in Genesis and in the beginning of, in the beginning of mankind and the, you know, the beginning of, of God's relationship and that broken relationship, it's all rooted right there. Right. So, when, you know, annoying Uncle Bobby, right, is you're able and you need to slay him. No, that's not what we do. <laughs> um, <laughs> Survival of the fittest, right? I, the, uh, I promised you that some people were thinking Cain and Abel thoughts when that guy tumped over the table. <laughs> I, I can guarantee you that, including me. I'm not even related to him. So, <laughs> I think that would be righteous anger. Anyway. Um, hey, just to be honest, you did a Google search. You tried to track that guy down, and you're still seeing if you can <laughs> bring some kind of resolve to this situation. I really want to track down that family and just send them, like, Thanksgiving dinner. Like, Aww. just, you know? Because I honestly, look, we're we're off now. What we're talking about, but I just, I would even. I don't have. I guess I don't know who my enemies are, but whoever my worst enemy is, um, I would still wish them, you know, turkey and dressing on Thanksgiving. So you sure about that? Um, I'm a hundred percent sure. Okay. The uh, I I feel like, I feel like we ought to be able to come together over that. Mm. Um, That's sweet. The uh. Yeah, well, okay. If you want to call it, I just, that's, I believe in, you know, the first thing that we're going to do when we get to heaven is we're going to feast together, right? And so. No, nobody's turning the tables over there. That's for Yeah, sure. exactly. Exactly. But I, I think that there's something restorative and communal about a feast. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, and I think the scriptures bear that out. Okay, John. Yeah. Well, we've talked about, uh, we've talked about uh, traveling. We've talked about, uh, We've talked about, uh, so it being a road game, we've talked about expectations, we've talked about the origin of the blessing of family and also uh, the consternation that can arise um, when we're with our family. Uh, let's take a break uh, for today, uh, or not for today, but for Tuesday, and then uh, we'll come back on Thursday and maybe talk about it a little bit more. How's that sound? That sounds good to me, man. All right. Talk to you later, Kurt. See you, John.